0: Welcome back to the pastor's q and I'm Pastor Ryan. This is Pastor Jeremy, and we are here to answer your questions. So, so this question comes to us now. It says this, when God first made Adam in the garden, before he made Eve, was Adam some sort of dual-sexed or multi-sexed being, and then God took Eve out and separated out the sexes? So, Jeremy, where does this come from, and how do we approach this question? Good. Uh, well, yeah, this question flows out of...
1: Uh, quandaries about what God is saying in Genesis 5, which says this, 1 verse 1 and 2. Uh, This is the book of the generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. And so sometimes this has been read to suggest that Adam was created male and female, And then later the female portion was taken out, and that became Eve. And, uh, we know, what does that say? Um, But I think that is not what that is saying uh, for two reasons. One is that Genesis 5 is a summary account of the creation, what we just read there, and then it leads into a genealogy of all the descendants of Adam. And, you know, because this is after the fall, this is after creation. uh, And so it's not uh, explaining some sort of mysterious Odd, oddity, it's just saying what it says, and that is this, that when man was created, this is one of the beautiful things about uh, the Judeo-Christian idea of creation, is that humankind was made in the image of God. That's huge. That is a foundational thing that we must yeah. understand, that all people uh, have dignity uh, based on that, and here specifically, it, it, uh, much more so than saying that Adam was this weird dual thing, uh, but instead it's saying—because uh, so many cultures obviously have denigrated women and mistreated women uh, through, through the centuries, and here you have right at the very beginning God saying, no, I made mankind in the likeness of, of, of myself, in the likeness of God, um, male and female— Equal dignity, equal um, uh, imaging of God. Um, and so um, that's why I think it's not uh, suggesting that. But also if you look at uh, 1 Corinthians 7 when Paul is saying, hey, listen, it'd be better if you're single because when you're married, you're devoted to one another, and when you're single, you're not distracted by all that, and you can just honor God and serve him fully and completely. And so, he suggests that that would be even better. And the reason why I think that's important is that if you think that Adam was complete male and female, then separated, now the idea of a whole person is only a married couple, Mm -hmm. male and female coming together, and only then do you fully image God. Now, clearly... Uh, men and women complement one another in a beautiful way. You see that throughout Scripture, um, but to suggest that you are not complete unless uh, you are married or you are, you know, you a guy with a gal or a gal with a guy, um, that's that that, goes, that does not that is not what 1 Corinthians seven clearly states. And I think that's more of an American or Western Christian mindset that, you know, you 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 grow up, you get married, you have two point three kids or whatever. And then you're whole, then you've arrived. Well, Scripture doesn't agree with that. Culture suggests that. But I think uh, if you're single and and if you feel like I'm not whole unless I have a man, I'm not whole unless I have a girl, well, that's not what Scripture would say. He calls some to be married and some to be single. And you're whole and complete and imaging God no matter what situation uh, you find yourself in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you, you see that in a couple of different places, I think, in the creation account, the um, both the the equality of worth that God gives both to men and women, mm-hmm. um, and also the, that unique way that either married couples or single people can image God. And so one way you see that in the creation account is um, when it says that the way God created women was it says he put Adam into a deep sleep and then took out a rib from Adam's side and then used that to form woman instead of forming her out of the dust as, as a separate entity as something disconnected, yeah. or taking a piece of Adam, uh, you know, more than a rib in this case, but but taking part of who he was and then forming that into something that can only be complete if it's together. Like something that's lost. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so that's that's not the idea. I think that, that um, or one thing I've heard is the reason why God took the rib out of Adam was it wasn't out of Adam's head to show um, sort of female dominance, nor was it out of Adam's foot to show male dominance. It was out of Adam's side to show equal dignity. Dignity and worth mm-hmm. as the image of God, and I think that that um, together, uh, people who are married can uniquely image God, and those who are single can uniquely image God. And mm-hmm. so, and that's why we need each other in the church. We need people who are married. We need people who are mm-hmm. single, um, who are complementary with one. Not not just complementary marriage couples, but people who, uh, in community, complement one another as we point to Jesus in unique ways together in community as the true image of God. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, you know, Jeremy Guire did not... Uh, he
1: said, you complete me, right, yeah. in that movie. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, cute, but it's not biblical, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the idea. Only Christ completes us, yep. and that's where you find wholeness and significance and security and, and satisfaction. And actually, if you actually are in a marriage relationship saying, you know, you need me and I need you to, together to make a real person, yeah. uh, then that's going to create a problematic dynamic, right? Yeah. as opposed to just saying, you know what, I'm going to love you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need you to make me complete. I'm just going to love right. you. And, and that's the biblical idea. Yeah. have a healthy relationship of any kind.
0: I think that's true. And you even see that culturally, even the um, things like the phrase, my better half or my other half, that insinuates that I am half of a person without this other individual. Yeah. And again, it's cute because it's like, oh yeah, they're my better half. It's amazing. But no, mm-hmm. no, no. Marriage marriage is not two halves becoming a whole together. It's not the two little broken heart pieces that form the heart yeah. pendants. Um, it's two holes becoming a new whole, something that can uniquely image God. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the biblical picture, and yeah. uh, that's how we want to point to Christ. So, All right. All right well, thank you for joining us, and uh, you can submit your questions to us. You can find that info on our website, and we will see you next time.